Hello everyone, Catherine here. Just a little disclaimer about this week's episode. I will be referring to um, the Umbrella Academy, all three seasons throughout this episode. So if you have not seen the Umbrella Academy and it's on your to-do list and you don't want any spoilers, or if you have seen season one and two, just haven't seen season three, I recommend maybe pausing this week's episode and going and checking out that show so you don't get any spoilers and aren't disappointed or upset that I spoiled things for you. Uh, But with that being said, I hope everyone enjoys this week's episode. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. Um, This week's episode, I will be discussing crows crows and ravens and before we jump into that though i want to quickly wish everybody a happy belated summer solstice i went for a really nice hike the day before uh the day of the summer solstice it was like raining like cats and dogs i really didn't do much outside but i hope you all were able to celebrate the way that you wanted to um moving on i want to quickly just talk about the season three of the Umbrella Academy and how I can I really related to the two characters of Klaus and Victor. Um, Klaus I could really relate because in the beginning I went back and I watched seasons one and two and you could see how he had no idea how to work with his powers. He was scared of his abilities. Um, And for those of us that are going through spiritual awakenings sometimes we may be scared of our powers or even if we are fully aware of our abilities but we grew up in a home where we're told that's wrong or they don't even know that we are are, are witches but they they see that there's something different about us and so they break us down they try to make us feel lesser than and that we're we're worse off than our you know our siblings or our other family members because we're so drastically different and then in season 3 you see him really stepping into uh, his own and and honing in on his abilities and really learning how to work with them and not being scared of them it's so beautiful and it's so relatable because when I was a kid I was told that I should be ashamed that I was different um that I was I was lesser than my siblings I wasn't as important um and this was all just because of my seizures because I was so drastically different um you know I practically lived in hospitals as a kid because of my seizures um and then on top of that now looking back on it my witchiness if you will was prominent even back then and I knew there were things about me that made me very very different but I was so ashamed of them not only just because of what my parents said but because I could also see every time I stepped into that ability, those abilities, it just pointed out even, it made it even more blatantly clear that I was so different than my siblings. And I wanted, every bone in my body wanted to be just as normal as them. And now, 
I embrace my differences. Very much like how Klaus embraced in season three, embraces his abilities and his powers and just comes into his own. Um, Victor, formerly Vanya, if you haven't seen season three, you probably know uh, the character as Vanya. Um, you know, in season one and two, the father kept Victor away, um, because he was afraid of Victor's powers. And so once Victor realizes that in, in, uh, season, end of season one, beginning season two, realizes they have the powers, um, they start honing in on them and, 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 you know, even in season three, you can see that their uh, Victor is more assured, more confident in his powers. End of season um, two, they're still a little hesitant, a little nervous because they have the, the the negativity drilled into them that they are lesser. They should be ashamed because they're, you know, they're normal. The siblings are special. You're the fucked up one, sort of thing. Sorry, I don't usually swear on this podcast. <laughs> But, you know, you get my point. So I could relate very much to those two characters. And if you haven't watched The Umbrella Academy, I highly recommend that you do. It's a really good one. If you like Stranger Things, you're going to like The Umbrella Academy. Um, um, And I want to quickly, before I move on to this week's episode, I want to quickly talk about uh, this overturning of Roe versus Wade and how my heart goes out to those that are being affected by this. And, um, you know, even in this moment of darkness that we are going through with this decision, um, I I have a glimpse of hope because... With with decisions like this being overturned, we are just quickly spiraling our, our country down the drain and we will burn like a phoenix in the ashes. But with but as you know, with phoenixes in the ashes is rebirth. And I believe that with every bone in my body that our country is going to destroy itself, but very much like a phoenix, we are going to be reborn into a stronger um, more united, um, a country that, that cares for, for its citizens. And, um, we just need to unite. So when that time comes, we are in the proper state of mind and place to step into that ability and take the necessary actions to protect everybody. Um, before we move on to this week's episode, let's do a couple in the nose, out the mouth, just to kind of clear the air, get new energy going. So in the nose, out the mouth. One more time. Okay. So for June 25th, 2022, the moon phase is in waning crescent. Uh, waning crescent, yes, waning crescent. And some ways to work with the uh, waning crescent is uh, cleaning, 
protection, which we could definitely use this time in our world. Um, closure. And the moon sign is in Taurus. And Taurus rolls over the neck, throat, vocal cords, thyroid gland, tonsils, and Adam's apple. And um, if you are looking into surgery or whatever, um, this is a good time to go for that. Um, the waning moon phase is a good time for surgeries. Um, the card of the week is the king of coins and the description and the card is pulled from, uh, the tarot for kids deck. And, uh, as usual, this, the card and the description will be linked to all my social medias after the podcast is released. So look out for that. Um, but the description reads when you see the Kings, the King of coins, uh, it says, respect yourself, um, respect, respect the truth yourself with the respect that you want others to give you. So treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. Um, don't put yourself down, stand up for what you believe in, which is very relevant for everything that is going on in the world right now. Um, take necessary, uh, matters and, um, you'll get the respect that you desire from others. Um, if, you know, you, um, can seek out help, advice, this could be from a friend or an adult, and, uh, you can, Go to them if you have um, any concern or anything, and they will always uh, tell you the truth. Um, That should go without saying. uh, You know, use your, um, you know, don't just trust anyone's advice. You know, go to those that you trust the most. Um, So, um, with that being said... Let's jump into this week's episode. So I have this episode broken down. I'm going to start off talking about crows. Then I'm going to talk about how to differentiate crows and ravens and how they're the same and how they're different. And then I'll go into talking about ravens. So, um, crows. (sighs) Crows have uh, a magical ability to travel between um the the land of the living and the dead um they are known as messengers between the living and the dead uh ravens are also known for this but i think crows are known for it a little bit more there's a story in greek mythology i forget the 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 goddess but there's a story that um this goddess got mad because a crow came back to her with a message that she did not like. And so she punished the crow and turned them black. And the reason ravens are black because they're, you know, related to crows. They became black because uh, crows are black. I don't necessarily like that that story that much um, because... To me, the way I take it, and, and please feel free to share with me if you feel differently from this, you know, you can message me on Instagram and we can have a, a good spirited conversation um, if you'd like about it. But I don't like that because it makes it sound like 
black is a bad thing. You know, she got mad, didn't like the the answer or or uh, the message she got from the crow. So she's like, I don't. I'm mad. I'm gonna make you black. And I, I think you might understand where I'm coming from with this. Um, you know, especially like in today's world, um, you know, people are very, I shouldn't say people like broadly brush, but there tends to be a tendency, especially like if you're watching movies or TV shows, and you can even see this in the real world where like, if there's a villain or if, um, you know, whatever, more likely than there, there's a a high chance it might be probably be a a person of color because they are other they are different and so even though they're not we're all human we're all the same but because their skin is darker then they're seen as bad i was actually talking with somebody not too long ago about um black magic and i was telling them how i don't like that phrase i don't like that word because it makes it sound like it's bad because it's black you know um, it's dark, where you can't have light without the dark. You need the two, very much like the yin-yang symbol. It's, it's balance. It's learning how to wor- walk between the two realms. So, personally for me, I don't like that story, but it is a Greek story. Uh, like I said, I can't remember the goddess that, in the story, cast the spell and made crows black, but I thought I would share that, uh, with you all. Um... So, moving on. Crows. If you see a crow uh, fly into a home, this is an urgent message of death and danger to those who live inside the home. Um, It is a strong omen to cancel any travel um, plans that you may have and cleanse everything in the home. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen any bird of any sort ever fly into a home. I think one time when I went to the social security office, um, after I, I changed my, uh, last name, uh, when was that? That was in 2020. I believe that's when I changed it. Um, there, a bird did fly into the social security office when I went to get my new social security card. And, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't a crow. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've never seen any bird ever fly into a house. Um, although I'm thinking about it now, uh, when I lived in Georgia, one day my mom came home after she was visiting with one of her friends and she said that a bird had flown into their home and uh the way the house was built there were like beams on the inside of the ceiling so like you're standing in the living room and you see a bunch of beams and she said the bird just stayed there and the ceiling was so high no one could reach the bird and so what they did was they left the windows and the doors open and eventually the bird just flew out but i didn't see that that's a story that was told to me um but moving on um it is said that artists especially um poets, uh, singers, etc. Anyone that's in the art industry should carry a crow with them for good luck. Um, um, if you are about to do something mischievous, um, 
you should carry food to feed the crows um, for good luck. So you're able to fulfill your mischievousness without any hiccups. Um, Let's see here. Um, Let's see. Crows omens. Seeing um, a crow fly from the southwest um, from the southwest at sunset means that your heart's wishes uh, will be fulfilled. Uh, seeing a crow f- uh, flying from the um, southwest at noon means your um, energy is coming. Your oh, your enemy. Excuse me. Your enemy is coming, not your dreams. Um, a crow facing your door uh, signals danger. So, um, if there are like like if you open your door and right there in the entryway is sitting a crow or flying midair, um, that signifies danger. Um, I would be interested to know if any of you have ever had these sort of encounters with crows or even ravens. Just, you know, if you'd like, you can message me and, you know, share your stories with me. I would love to hear these because I've never had any of these sort of situations. Um, But anyways, moving on. A low flying group of crows means that illness is coming. Um, It doesn't specify if this means like coming to you or to a loved one, but it just means coming. So take that as you may. Um, If a crow flies over a house and calls three times, so like makes, you know, the crow sound three times, that means an impending death in the family. Oof. Um... If the crow calls in the morning before the other birds uh, get a chance to sing, it's um, going to, to rain. So if a crow is the first bird that you hear in the morning, that means it's going to rain. That's interesting. I've never heard that one before. Uh, moving on. Um, if you see one crow... Uh, uh, one crow means sorrow. Two crows mean joy. Three means you're having a girl. Four means you're having a boy. So if you see them in this, like if you just see one, the sorrow. If you see two, and I don't think it necessarily means you have to see like all of them at the same time. But like if you see one in the morning and then one in the afternoon, you know, that means joy for you. So uh, just wanted to clarify that. Moving on, uh, five, uh, represents, let's see here, five, four, uh, silver, meaning, you know, you're gonna find silver or it's going to come to you, uh, six for gold, seven for secret, uh, never to be, uh, so seven means seven for a secret never being told. So if you share a secret with somebody and you see seven uh, crows, it means your secret will never be told. Eight for a wish. Nine for a kiss. Ten for a sign. Um, so if you're looking for a sign and you see 
10 crows, there's your sign that you're looking for. Uh, for a sign you must not miss. Okay, so if you see 10 crows, it's a sign that you must not miss. And I, I have to tell you, if I saw 10 crows in a day or even just 10 crows at once, I would never forget that. So that's a sign, definitely. Um, so crows, um, they are a symbol of life and magic, uh, mystery, um, just destiny, transformation, spiritual message, uh, messenger. Like I've mentioned before at the beginning of this episode, um, crows and ravens are messengers between the living and the dead so this could be messages from your deities it could be messages from your ancestors and if you have messages for them the crow will carry it to and from um uh, crows also represent creation um higher um a higher perspective flexibility fearlessness and mischievousness. Um, memory recall. Crows are also um, associated with memory recall, uh, warning, which we went over some of them just a minute ago, uh, prosperity, uh, death, wisdom, and necromancy. Um, so now let's move on into how to differentiate a raven and a crow because there are slight differences. And if you just quickly glance, you might mistake the two. Um, so let's quickly go over that. Um, so... Um, an American crow has a smaller head and a smaller beak, and the eyes are more on the side. Where for a raven, the beak is just a little bit bigger and it has like a little hook in it, um, and the head is slightly bigger, and the eyes are more in the front not completely but they're more towards the front um so that's one difference if you are able to get enough time to pay attention and point you know these differences out that's great a crow um their tail is more slender and pointy where a raven their tail is is a little bit wider and more like um I guess the only way I can think of it is like arrow shaped. It has a little bit of a, a point where a rate where a crow, it's like a straight line. Now, the other difference is if you get to see them spread their wings, um, a crow's wings are more, uh, I don't want to say bunched up, but they're more close together. The, the very end, the, the feathers at the tip, they're more, they're closer together. There's a little bit of space between them, but it's more like, um, the best way I can describe it, it's like a finger where the fingers are separated, but there's like that skin in between. It kind of looks like that, where it's like, it's all connected, where for a raven, it's very fanned out. The, the feathers at the very end of their, their wings are very fanned out 
and they're easier to define. Um, Let's see here. Um, Ravens are associated with the third eye. Um, So, um, traits. So, some traits of the raven are uh, intelligence, uh, human. Human humanity, excuse me, I don't know why I couldn't say that. Uh, shadow self, so shadow work. Um, brought to light and being brought to light. Uh, so that could be um, a spiritual awakening or the truth being brought to light. Take that as you will, whatever that means for you. Um, Raven's uh, spirit animal. Um, so if you see a raven, um, rebirth, uh, recovery, recovery, uh, mischief and magic. Um, and I find this interesting as I'm reading all of this, as I'm, you know, recording this, because I'm thinking back to, uh, season three of the Umbrella Academy. Um, again, maybe a spoiler if you haven't seen it, um, in season three, there's two um, groups. You know, there's the Umbrella Academy and then they think they get back home, but then they realize they've gotten to a different timeline where they were never adopted by the wealthy guy and another group of kids were. And in this other group, they're called the... Um, I think they're called the the Ravens. I think they're called the Ravens. Anyways, so one of them... Um, one of the girls in this new group, she works with ravens. And um, I find it very interesting because it says that ravens are associated with mischief. And she very much uses the uh, her powers of working with ravens for mischief. Um, and obviously magic. So um, somebody's doing their research over there. Some of the writers are doing their research. Um, so um, some other... Um, things that ravens are associated with are um, cunning, um, cunningness, uh, transformation, uh, third eye, I mentioned that, uh, prosperity, insights, uh, gene, um, intelligence. Um, so just to name a few, those are some others. Um, Uh, ravens are also known to be uh, keepers of secrets. Um, when a raven arrives unexpectedly, you are um, receiving a message that things are changing. The energy of the magic is awakening. Your truth, excuse me, your true self is being revealed. Um, so. Uh, ravens and crows have a lot in common. And again, they are related to one another. So that's not a total shock. Um, I just kind of blown away that the week I decide to post this, record it and post it, um, is the week that the Umbrella Academy comes out. Um, and, uh, sorry for any spoilers. Um, I guess I'll just record a little something at the beginning of the episode, as like a disclaimer to let you know anyone know that if they haven't watched the Umbrella Academy, look out. There's gonna 
possibly be some spoilers. But um, with that all being said, I think uh, this is where I'm going to end this week's episode. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye for now. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. I will be back next week with a brand new topic. If you would like to keep up with the podcast in the meantime, the links to all social medias will be in the description of this week's episode. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast, and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say. Thank you.